0: Today
1: on the Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. It's Friday, it's 1135, and that, of course, means Tech Talk. Uh, Brought to you by our good friends at Hamilton Limousine. Adam Oldfield, the president and CEO of FPM and FPM Three Marketing, is with us here in studio. Happy Friday! Yeah, same to you, Bill. Listen, I got a lot to talk about here. I know that you've got some things you want to get into here, but uh, Apple TV and things. But uh, (laughs) uh, the the tragic news we heard from uh, 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 New Zealand, of course, earlier today about the the terrorist attack. Yeah. Uh, And the element of it that I wanted you to actually comment on and try to give us some explanation here: How in heaven's name did this thing end up getting streamed as it did? I mean, as he was doing this and killing yeah. people he's he's actually showing it. It, it it was on I guess it was on YouTube
0: that's right yeah they did the whole broadcast on on YouTube and we've seen this before when we when we've talked about how how is it that this live broadcast environment that that is taking place for so long and the massacre and the hor- horrible events that are taking place I think this is the the topic we talk you know when we talk about it in general jest uh what is Facebook doing with their artificial intelligence what is Google doing with their these algorithms that we see and what they're working on is they're creating these port- portals to be able to d- define what is happening in the video. So we would say in one sen- sentence in the Senate when they were describing this, There is a major issue with regards to communicating and using our privacy information and we're giving this access to our uh, friendly neighborhood social medias. This is one example where it it is very important they have that algorithm. If the system was set up and Facebook is working diligently on it, and I'm not defending Facebook, please don't misrepresent what I'm saying. What I am referring to is the fact that Facebook is in the process of trying to come up with the proper systems, as is Google, to make sure that the video is going live. And that's tough because we're talking real time here. As we are Right now you and i are broadcasting live on youtube and and oh there goes facebook uh then on facebook we would be you know more or less critiqued in the same way we would be if we were doing something horrendous in the studio they wouldn't be able to shut it off in time so there there's going to be some changes in the near future they're still working on them and i think that's the part which is scary right now is the fact that this can go live it can be broadcasted and who's monitoring or managing that
1: yeah, uh, for all the wrong reasons, of course, as, exactly. as we talked about with uh, David said, our terrorism expert in the first part of the program. Uh, one of the uh, stated goals of all of these people these uh, these horrific people is, is to get recognition and get attention and and they're using social media for all the wrong reasons And I that's
0: know. all they're using it for and this is where we see where social media in a lot of ways I always say like maybe you know we you know how engaged do we need to be in social media this is an example of where it can actually backfire and not be beneficial for us so keep that in mind is that you know what we're probably this isn't going to be the last we've seen that I certainly hope it doesn't set a trend and, and make a yeah. reality the other side is uh, when you're going live or doing any kind of a live broadcast with anyone as we are if you don't have followers or you don't have subscribers no one's going to see it anyways it's when people start to share it and that's the thing to keep in mind as well when you get these items and you're like oh my god look at this this is absolutely tor- uh, uh, horrible look at this situation and, and sharing it all you're doing is is amplifying yeah exactly the, the, you know so keep that in mind when you see something that you're going this isn't right that's abs- don't share it no, <laughs> i mean don't no, not, you're just
1: you're doing the terrorist work you're, doing for the, them. you're doing
0: all the work for the person doing the damage absolutely Completely. A- anyway,
1: uh, just a, a wrinkle that I thought about. You know, I, I knew you were coming in today, and it's uh, very timely. So I'm yes. glad you had that to do it. Let's let's talk about how tech can be used in a positive way. Yeah. Now, yeah. Last week on the program, yes, were uh, you told us that uh, you were going to head up to the Warplane Heritage Museum. Yes. Uh, for a, a virtual reality exercise, and uh, this this is, uh, well, we, we sang the praises of the Warplane Heritage Museum. It's a yeah. great place. Love it. I Just love it up it, yes. there all the time. So, what was it like? Okay. Uh, in one
0: word, spectacular. And I mean, I'm not just saying that because I am a supporter of the Warplane Heritage Museum. I'm saying this because it truthfully was the most amazing
1: thing. I encourage anyone listening, watching, please make a point to go up. This this is for those that didn't hear the segment last week. Your your virtual reality experience here is actually going on a a, a bombing mission uh, That's during right, World yeah. War II on, on the Lancaster.
0: On the Lang- on the Avro Lancaster, there was a broadcaster on the BBC back in nineteen forty four, prior to the end of the war, and, and they were bombing Germany. It was actually probably near the end of the time period when everything was starting to ramp up. I don't know the exact date or time. I think it was April. And what happened was uh, a broadcaster from BBC sat in an Avro Lancaster with about 40 other Avro Lancasters on a mission to go to Germany, uh, Berlin particularly, on on a bombing mission. And they broadcasted and filmed this or filmed it. They didn't film it. They recorded it on a record player. And when you're in this environment, you're wearing an Oculus Facebook or Facebook. uh, uh, It is Facebook. Facebook, Oculus, Oculus, uh, VR helmet and there's about eight stations, so there's lots of space. Uh, it's good to get there early. I signed up. We waited about an hour when we got there. Michelle and I and uh, I took an old friend of mine who was uh, you know lived in Poland during World War the end of World War Two oh. and uh, and has a lot of passion because his father was a one of the uh, 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 in the concentration camps. So I I took him to as I knew he had a bit of an interest on it. Well, while we were there, he took this experience when we were in it and it was I'm looking around and and you know my lovely wife she loves to just engage in the moments film me with the with the virtual reality helmet on I look like this weird kind of poking my head around because uh, you can lean out the cockpit you can like as if you're looking out the window and you can see the mist and the and and the and the uh, the cold and the frost that was on the glass from from flying if it was really in that environment so the broadcaster did a phenomenal job you're hearing him as if you're in his shoes So uh,
1: he's almost doing a play-by-play of the mission he describes
0: exactly where they are so you 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 take it from the moment you're in the plane he does a quick uh, five-minute takeoff as he's describing all the planes getting taxiing to the runway as you take off. As you as you fly or take off into the air, uh, you see multiple Avro Lancasters flying at the same. Then it fades. You go to the next uh, stage, which is you're over Norway, and he does a quick broadcast over the spotlights, and you can see in the distance the spotlights. And then as you start to arrive closer, it fades and comes in, and you can see now the flats exploding in the air, and uh, you can watch, and he describes uh, uh, in detail... The uh, uh, Avro Lancasters that were being actually hit and losing and falling and he's describing it in so much. De- and you're watching it visually as if you're in the sky as him uh, uh, visually, yeah. visually seeing this. So the, what I was sharing with you off the air was. When you you go through this experience, and I really encourage you to do your heart. I I actually was was palpitating, and my heart was going out. Going, what would that be like in real life? Well, you know, what,
1: you just you experienced do.
0: it. You get the real experience. I actually I remember taking off the helmet and I uh, or the virtual reality helmet, and I I actually thought to myself, I don't think I could have done this. And these guys were twenty eighteen to twenty five oh, yeah. years yeah, old, yeah, just kids. And and at the end of it, which just put a little, it puts a little lighted hearted is, and it was a song of the captain as they were flying returning from England, and there was only 22 planes uh, that returned out of that mission, and there was over 40 40 or 50 planes that went on it. You're, you're, you're flying back, and the captain starts singing in some... So- I don't know the song he was singing, but... And you could see him, I'm like watching his lips move in the front cockpit as the captain... Well, it was not his lips, but his head was bobbing up and down as he had the mask. I'm thinking this is absolutely... Fantastic! As a tech talk expert, I mm-hmm. highly recommend anyone that wants to get an experience of what it was like, uh, Warplane Heritage Museum.
1: And it's still there for a while?
0: It's it's there. I believe it's it's part of their new exhibit. Oh, so great. you'll be able to get up at any given time or for a while. I don't think it was a limited time only. I certainly hope not because I'll, I'll be wanting to take a few of my friends up there.
1: All right. I've I got to move on to a bunch of other stuff here, too. But that sounds like a really great idea. Uh, for those that don't know Adam Oldfield, I've known you for, <laughs> how, God, how many years now? 25 <laughs> years? Over 25, 25, yeah. Now, yeah. <laughs> Uh, there are three main passions in his life. One is Michelle, the other is tech, and the third one is James Bond. <laughs> and I'm that's not right, sure which son. order those sure are in. Do, that's all right. right. <laughs> well, sometimes it depends on the
0: movies that are coming. All right. Out.
1: And uh, right. there is another Bond movie come out. And yeah. thank God Daniel Craig is going to be Bond once again. Yes. That's going to be great. But there's something special about the car he's going to be driving. You know what? I
0: thought this was relevant to tech because I like to put some Bond. Bond's got some pretty cool to- toys, right? Oh, so yeah. they've announced, without even having the storyboard, they haven't even started filming. I think they haven't even got all the locations figured out. They have announced that they are now going going with the aston martin fully electric car to replace the vanquish v8 this is going to be a high-tech renewable energy james bond movie now i i just have to think these high-speed chases are going to be pretty amazing but they're going to be pretty quiet i can only you know i certainly hope the music really amplifies it but they're going to be using the new and this aston martin is gorgeous it's the new one they just came out with and it's going to be uh, announced that they're going to be using this fully electric aston martin to replace the vanquish it looks beautiful a four door, which I thought was not very Bondish. I mean, but that's just Adam's opinion. Nothing, nothing uh, otherwise. And maybe he's got a family now. Uh, and does, so. does a
1: little Uber on the side. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> in
0: between missions, who knows, yeah. right? So anyway, yeah, I thought that was pretty cool that we're going to see a whole, uh, an entirely electric uh, Aston Martin. This is the first action-packed movie, I think, that has a fully electric car chase scene to be made. Unless Fast and Furious comes out with something that I'm not aware of.
1: No, I, I think this may well be it. Yeah, and was, we're, we're at least a year away, too. Yeah, by the way. oh,
0: easily, easily. December, I think 20, uh, 2020 is what they're claiming will be ready.
1: Yeah, it may even be longer than that because I mean, he does still does a lot of his own stunts, and he always gets hurt when they film <laughs> yeah, those, which true. is why he always says, "I'm never doing this again." That's <laughs> until the ribs heal, I guess. It's, it's amazing what a paycheck makes you uh, jump back into. Pretty it, right? much, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, listen, uh, scientists are working on this stuff as we talk, which is yes. why you can always get these these updates on all this wonderful stuff. And, and one guy walks into the door at the end of the work and says, Hi, oh, honey, how was work today? Oh, not much. Uh, you know, Same old, same old. Oh, by the way, I reversed time. Uh, <laughs> I, when's, when's dinner ready? I thought this was a joke, This Bill. is big. This is huge. This isn't big. This is, this is
0: massive. This is bigger than time. This makes sliced bread seem like old news. So this is going to sound very, very nerdish, and I'm going to try and dumb it down versus going back to the future but it's more or less doing the doc brown version of 1.21 gigawatts that's impossible so this is an actual fact uh, uh moscow researchers have been able with a quantum computer now think about this for a moment quantum uh, is the fastest point of information being transferred so if we were able to travel at quantum we'd be able to literally cross the galaxy, which is right now virtually impossible. What they did was they were capable of taking quantum time and reversing it. Now, not by minutes, we're talking about fractions of a second, But proving that quantum time was able, and again, I'm going to try and dumb it so it doesn't get too complicated, but there was a part in in Back to the Future where Doc Brown explained where he drew a line on the chalkboard and then he drew an alternate line and he said, this is the alternate reality catching up to the real reality and whatever happens between there, they all cross and alter. So it was called two quad bits, which is the amount of quantum delivery was able to deliver and it was a pool ball that actually moved a fraction of a second out from where it was using this quantum computer physics in this environment that they've created. Now, we're miles away from like, oh, I made a mistake. Let me go back in time and fix it. But this is something that is quite revolutionary. And why this is so important, Bill, is not because we want to turn back time. The main purpose of this invention and why it's so relevant is exactly what I said at the beginning. time tra- Not time travel, but space travel. The ability of taking a quantum deliverable will allow us the chance of doing Star Trek items where you can take a quantum machine and take time and bend it so you'll be able to speed, as Einstein said, from one point to the other without traveling from A to B. I hope that made
1: sense. That's very difficult to describe on radio. Wow. Incredible. Uh, on another note, <laughs> I mean, it, it's a st- after that story. Anything else is a step down. Yeah, pretty much. It? I mean, we're going to. Yeah, in- hey, what's. <laughs> You know, what's going on with Google Maps? Who
0: cares? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I probably shouldn't have lived with that story. should probably close out. Google Maps has got an update, but if you're a commuter and you take uh, public transit, you probably are, you you maybe notice that you can always find when the bus transit's available. They'll tell you when the next schedule is coming up. But the new one is very similar to Google, like if you have a car or uh, traveling-wise, it now will give you estimated times of when the buses are going to arrive. So very similar to the traffic monitoring. It's tracking actual speed flow. And time. So if a, if a bus is late or your, your transit timing is maybe you want to know if you took a bus to a train to a subway, are you going to arrive on time? It will actually give you a proper destination using time schedules.
1: Alright, uh, this is going to come as a shock to an awful lot of people, yes. but Huawei's in <laughs> trouble again.
0: Well, you know... <laughs> I only do this now because I like to stick it to them But Huawei, the P30, had their ad campaign, and it was actually Proven that, and, and this Is now they're denied of saying, well We were using this as only a, a method Of showing showcasing what the Huawei Could do, but they were proven that one Of their artwork that they were using to showcase The new Huawei P30 was Actually a DSLR Canon camera That took the photo, so uh, With all due respect, if you're watching Huawei Ads and it says, look at the image that this makes It was done by a DSLR Camera Huawei is now pulling all their ads, obviously to rectify that situation. But like anything, they copy it and then say it's theirs.
1: Well, exactly. And how many times have we <laughs> talked about that? That uh, you know, the companies like that uh, in China are, are famous for borrowing other people's ideas
0: and, and this one they got caught on which was actually kind of cheeky because the photo is exactly available in shutterstock an image databank and it was pulled out and called on
1: okay what's going on with apple tv
0: apple is launching we're going to hear a lot about their keynote coming up and we do know apple streaming tv is coming and we discussed that earlier and we know their investment in the broadcasting form to compete with netflix and amazon are, are very much relevant however canadians are going to have to just sit back and watch it kind of take place in the background uh they haven't announced that canadians Canada will be in the market for streaming under Apple TV or under the Apple streaming service um, it's really quite unfortunate because really here's the real conundrum Apple is having a very difficult time getting unique content really <laughs> amazing yes they can't they're they're having difficulty they obviously to make shows and programming of yeah. their own but to get the rights of the programming and I don't know the legalities in Canada but apparently when Netflix ties up a show and so does uh, uh, Spike and Bell and Rogers they get exclusive rights and I guess Apple's having a very difficult time getting access to programming that they could stream and I guess it makes sense I mean how many how many streaming services do you need to watch uh, shits Creek I mean it's available on Netflix you got it on CBC and you know you can watch it on Bell do you really need an Apple TV streaming service to provide it so uh, we can expect uh, Canada not to happen too soon but Apple's got a lot of ties with Disney and I think with the new Disney streaming that will be linked with Apple that isn't gonna be too far-fetched but the one that's very interesting is you will be able to apply for a credit card yes as I said it looks like they could with their billions of dollars, and that's one of the announcements Apple's going to be making. Is now the new Apple credit sy- credit card system will be available, and we might be able to uh, take advantage of that in the near future uh, in the Canadian market, particularly. They'll be using one of our banking systems, but yes, the new Apple credit card, fully merchant and providing our financial services.
1: We had an anniversary a couple of days ago. We happy did. birthday
0: to <laughs> the World Wide Web. You know what? And it's funny. I, my father still puts www. Dot, no, Dad, you don't need to do that anymore. I love you dearly, but the WWW is 30 years old. You don't need to put it in front of your domains, but it is World Wide Web birthday week. And if you remember, that's how we used to have to do websites, and they were built really robust and, and detailed. But, yeah, 30 years ago, the web, uh, the World Wide Web was alive, began, and we're celebrating, and to think where we are today, uh, streaming live on Facebook using the World Wide Web.
1: Now, listen, you get got these companies they are doing so very well these days, and it's yes. up, some so surprising about where they actually point uh, to, to some of their – their their interests and and amazon and google are two of them yes Uh, what's this getting involved in home services industries
0: well home services are going to be the biggest in investment that they're going to be taking they made the announcement that we can see i mean really how far can we take technology they obviously have it pretty much wrapped up ir ia uh, vr augmented reality i mean all of these versions but the one area and this is important for a lot of you know young people thinking where do i want to go and where's my education of the future yes computer science sure you could be a lawyer there's lots of doctors available but the one area amazon and google are both investing their time and effort into the billions i should add is that home services so when you buy a sink or when you search for a product uh like lumber or otherwise they're going to be getting very similar into the home service support model the difference between going to home depot buying the lumber and then saying would you like a carpenter here's one of our preferred models the google and amazon version are going to be giving everyone the first benefit of doubt you will sign up Get registered. You have to follow their criteria, but if you do not match their expectations, so much is even a complaint. Someone even refers, just like you know, when you get on Google and you yeah. only get one star, Google will bump you down. So it's going to put the mandate on home services to be obviously keeping up with the positive results. But how they're going to make a revenue stream out of it is they're going to have customers that are very happy with products that are purchased with services, installing them. And they believe that the ads from those companies, very similar to the duck cleaning business I'm involved with, yeah. uh, we're working on piecing that together in the same way. So now if you've bought a furnace and you've got a duck or you want to be able to clean it, we can now be a Google Home Service certified uh, business. And this is great because honestly, Bill, this is a trades industry that needs help through using social media or using media systems. And this could really help ramp up from the old days of you'd buy a book or go in the yellow pages or otherwise. This is something they're really trying to ramp up on the trade services for how people will be able to
1: market their trade services. I'm sure we could turn back time now because there's a lot more I want to talk about, but we're up against this <laughs> here. Uh, we do this every Friday, 1135, Adam Oldfield. Uh, Tech Talk brought to you by Hamilton Limousine. Have a great weekend. Yeah, we'll see you thanks, next Bill, week. Yeah, thanks, Bill. You
0: too. The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon
1: on 900 CHML.